Hi, y'all. This is Kristen Chenoweth. Hi, I'm Gloria Stefan. This is Sarah Bareilles. Hi, I'm Patty Lapone. This is Lynn Manuel Miranda. You're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Hi, John Schwab here from Curtain Call, and welcome to episode 114 of the Curtain Call Theater Podcast, the podcast that brings you backstage as close as you possibly can be, often while the shows are actually happening, to meet the people that make that theater happen. You can find all our episodes on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, and other fine podcast streaming services. And if you have a spare 30 seconds, please rate and review the podcast on whichever platform you use to help us be more discoverable to listeners who haven't heard about us yet. And now for part one of this week's podcast. Curtain Call had the opportunity to host a panel at Surviving Actors London 2019 uh, this past Saturday. And if you don't know about it, Surviving Actors was set up by actors for actors. And this is a little bit of the blurb from their website. Uh, We run conventions or trade shows throughout the year to help actors and creatives develop. We do this by creating an environment where attendees can meet other industry professionals to help develop their career. And, I mean, I have to say that the uh, attendance at their free events has been really impressive over the last couple of years we've been there and um we had a, a fantastic Saturday last Saturday talking to hundreds and hundreds of uh, actors. And so when we were asked if we would like to host a panel, um, we did jump at the chance. Um, and since there were already panels about getting auditions, audition techniques, self-taping, uh, stuff like that, we thought it would be a good idea to have a panel that discussed what happens when you actually get the job and, and how to get the most out of the opportunity that you've been given. Now, uh, I was joined on that panel. Um, I moderated. I was joined by director Bruce Guthrie, casting director Sarah Jane Price, producer Kimberly Thomas-Curry, movement director Amaya Mujica, and the lovely actor Sam Marks. So, without further ado, have a listen. Yep. Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm Bruce Guthrie, and I'm a theatre director working in musicals and straight plays, and um, branching out into TV and film. I'm Sarah Jane Price, I'm head of casting at Celador Worldwide. Um, that's pretty much it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm Kimmy Thomas Curry, I'm a producer, general manager, um, and was a programmer until recently as well, so do a bit of everything in West End touring and fringe. I'm Amaya Mujica and I'm a movement director and teacher. Sorry, Amaya. Amaya Mujica, movement director and teacher. Hi everyone, my name is Sam. I'm an actor. 
I, uh, I didn't train and I've done a lot of stuff in theatre and doing a bit of film and TV as well. Excellent. So, um, so what this panel is about is, is, is kind of getting... There are a lot of panels today about getting the job, about getting ready to get the job, about preparing your CV to get ready to get the job. But there's, there's not a lot of help out there, and this is my opinion, of actually once you've gotten the job, to, 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 you're in the room for the first time or the second time, whatever, or how to get over the nerves or what to do, what you can get once you're in the job, once you're in the room, you start rehearsals, the things you should ask for. And, and I, I think if I kind of ask the uh, first couple of questions or whatever, and we can, or, or just if you have a question, you know, raise your hand. But, um, you know, I think, I think the first thing I'd like to ask is, is kind of, you guys have all been there before you've, you know, is that first day of rehearsal, whether it's on a, or a set, um, you know, somebody coming into it, Day one, you know, how, you know, how open should one be to just to, to everything around you? Because I mean, there, there are things that you, you can maybe uh, do to, to find out who is who or, you know, who is approachable or who's not. Because I think as actors, like, you know, what is it? I think the collective noun for an actor, a group of actors is an apology. <laughs> isn't it so you like every every sentence is like I'm sorry I'm sorry to talk about I'm sorry so um, I, I think you know what <laughs> what in your opinions Bruce you know when you when you're directing a play when on day one you know what what kind of advice would you say to somebody on, on day one you're, you're in the room um, how how to kind of open yourself up to the experience to gain the most you can fr- from day one Thing that just being open really as much as possible and come with ideas, come with ideas about the character, come with offers. Or, uh, you know, not every one of them is going to be accepted, but that you know, but do it, don't ask for permission before you do something, mm-hmm. do it, and then see what happens. Because, um, once you've been through a, a rigorous casting process, is that it's because a director wants that person to bring what they have to offer into the room. And that then you work together for, you know, sometimes four weeks, sometimes six weeks, sometimes longer if you're really lucky to create something yeah. um, together as a group. But come with ideas, really, is yeah. the big thing. And yeah, and no apologies with that. It's 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 really important um, because you just want people to be brilliant mm. and that you want them to bring their A game all the time. Yeah. Um, yeah, but don't talk about it. Do it. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah. And. Um, in casting, Sarah Jane, like, do you can you see, you know, it's a completely different thing for you because they're in the room to to get into the room, um, but they can bring something from their their last job. Like, what can oh, they? Absolutely. You know? I mean, it's you can learn so much from your last job and bring that into a room, even if it's it's about making choices for me. If you're going to do, if you're going to do a song or because I'm predominantly musical theatre at the moment um, if you're going to do a song and make a, make a choice and stick with it, if it even if it's something that might maybe not have been done before mm. um, something that you you know someone once said to me um, what if I go over the top and I said well where's the top like, do you know what I mean you just yeah. don't know and you can always be brought down you can always make a strong choice and someone go actually I saw it that way let's try it that way but make a choice and go with it and go with it wholeheartedly it's all it's when you get people doing you know <laughs> make a choice yeah. and do it if you're gonna do it 
do it full body. Yeah. Mm. yeah so you're gonna big. go big. Go big. Yeah, go big. If you want to go big, go big. You know, yeah. all we can do is take take you down. It's easier to bring people, you know, back down yeah. than it is to go further, further. Yeah. And in the casting, you have limited time to to do that. Yeah, you do have limited time. So you know, make an impression. Why not? Yeah. You've got no time, nothing to lose. Yeah. <laughs> in my eyes. And as going to go down the line here, as producer, you know, you see. I mean, from from actors, but also creatives and everything else. You know, bringing. I think it's the experience. You know, getting the most from your job is. You know, it, it's it's re, it's doing and remembering and 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 solidifying that experience. It's it, also about making sure that you understand what other people in the room do and want out of what's happening in the room. I think I, I encounter people a lot in this industry who don't really understand what a producer is or what a general manager does or what a company manager does and I think part of the process of, of coming into this industry is trying to work out what everyone does in order to make something happen on stage and when you go into a room ask people you know I love a meet and greet I love a meet and greet I get really sad when, when there's not an opportunity for one but I love it when people really use it and, you know as a general manager it's my job to make sure that everybody on tour or on stage or in London wherever we are is happy like are you enjoying your job are you getting the right things that you need from your company manager from your stage manager if they don't know what you need then they can't tell me what you need and I can't do my job so it's about communicating understanding what who is around you who can help you how you can help them and yeah just saying hello the best thing you can do is say hello to everyone in the room when you first get there and make sure they know who you make sure that you say something to them that makes them remember you um, it's probably my key thing for that first day yeah Excellent. And, and Bruce, you talked about being open. And in my, as a movement director, like, it's really, as an actor, like, it's one of my, I, I, my, my anxiety. I talk about movement direction, and already I start going, oh, shit. <laughs> you know, you start tensing up because you go, yeah. here's the person who's going to completely take me out of my box. You yeah. know, and, and uh, so do you, do you often find that when you're yeah. in rehearsal? There is a lot of resistance so many times about moving and I would say the same as Bruce, you need to be open-minded and come to the space because usually we have also limited time to do the movement sequences and stuff. Um, Be open-minded and ready to work from another perspective approaching your body and taking that fear away and understanding that it's just another way of working where that is going to enrich your work as an actor, and it's actually a tool that is helpful. It's nothing to be scared of. So yeah, trying to be friend with the new work is going to help you a lot. Yeah. Excellent. And Sam, um, you know, uh, I, I didn't train either. You know, you don't have to have trained to be, you know, a working actor. Is great. Well done. Uh, <laughs> I, I think. Um, I'm just putting out. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you, you know, you've just been off filming. I've seen you on stage. You do, you, you're always, you know, you're busy doing other things. I mean, yeah. from an acting perspective, you know, how how do you go into a job um, in preparation? Because you 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 have to be open. But um, how how do you prepare to kind of be receptive to? I mean, God, this is a literally we could put on a show here. You've got a casting <laughs> director, producer, director, and movement yeah, yeah. director, okay. and an actor. It's a one-man show waiting to happen. <laughs> like, how, That's cool. How you know? How do you prepare for that, and, and then going into to get the most out of your job <laughs> on the first day? Well, yeah, on the first day and the first week um, throughout the run. Yeah, uh, I just say that it's 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 okay to be really scared and really nervous. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that can be quite a good thing. 
And just to remember that probably everybody's feeling that as well, no matter who you're working with and how much experience they've had. Like John said, I've just been doing some filming with on this Netflix thing, and the guy who's playing the main part is a huge actor. And my first day was sort of two, three, four months into his filming schedule, and he was nervous. And I was still terrified, but it made me feel slightly better that I wasn't on my own, you know, <laughs> that we had a collective nervousness. And sometimes I think something really amazing can come out of that energy when you're all, you know, because that's what we do, right? We're all in it together. Um, I think you can never do too much research if you're doing something that requires mm. a lot of research, something historical, but then just be prepared and be open to just getting rid of it all because it might not necessarily be useful, you know. If you're doing Henry V and you find out something particularly about the arches or like the defence formation or the attack formation, like that's not actually that useful like, in the practicalities of, of the stage and like bringing some truth to it, but it's kind of interesting. Um, yeah, just keep preparing and, be, and kind of be fearless, like try and overcome that nervousness or embrace the nervousness or that feeling of being uncomfortable and just try to be fearless and be brave and sort of put yourself out there because again something like beauty can come out of failure like a great success can come out of severe embarrassing intense failure um, <laughs> I mean, yeah, speaking from experience I've more experience of the failure less of the success but you know it's, um, it's a marathon not a sprint so it takes it takes time it's very interesting what you said there about the research, and I mean, all just feel free to jump in because with every one of your jobs, research is key. And I, um, I go to drama schools. And I teach a bit of um, networking and effective kind of doing, you know, getting ready for jobs. But I ask, I often ask the students like, how much do you research, How much do you spend on your, yourself a day? And they're kind of like, what do you mean? I said, well, if you have to ask the question, then you, you don't you don't spend enough time. If you have thirty minutes to look at net, uh, uh, Facebook or Snapchat, or whatever, you've got thirty minutes to work on yourself. At, you know, and when you're in a job, you know, waking up or doing thirty minutes an hour of outside of the room and is only going to pay dividends, yeah. is it not? Sure. It's researching like everything though, even before you've got in the room. If you're going on to an into an audition, it, it's researching who who might be there, who's involved, what they've done, mm. and that kind of thing. Because I research my actors. Obviously, I've got their CVs, and I and I go, oh, what they, oh, they've done that with them, or they've done that about that. I might ask them about that. And but I mean, you know, I mean, someone called me Susan the other day in an audition, and I was like. <laughs> oh, my name's Susan. Do you think Susan. they were devastated for the rest of the day? Just going. Yeah, probably. <laughs> and I know it's not it's not the end of the world, but I just kind of went, oh, maybe they've got me mixed up. Maybe they're in the wrong room. But it's just little things, you know, just researching, you know, you know who. I, I don't think the weather said because they they, they, they didn't notice, and it was a couple of times as well, which is fine. Oh, yeah, a couple of times, but it's fine, and it, it's, it's not the end of the world, and it's just pedantics. But it is just. But it's what you remember about that. Practice. Yeah, it's what I remember. Yes. So it's just, um, you know, you just because we do take the time beforehand to mm. go, you know, oh, they've done that, that's interesting, and they've done that. Oh, it says highly skilled juggler. Maybe I'll ask them about that. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. you never know, but for me now, it does. Yeah, I mean, you, there's a thing that, um, that this is something that does come up quite a lot, because um, a lot of actors will ask, um, what do I do when I'm resting? What do I do when I'm not when I'm when I'm between jobs and stuff like that? So um, you know, um, I wrote a, a blog piece, and it's something that I teach as well. Whenever I go into 
drama schools, which is the cultural diet. And it's this idea of that you are as interesting as the stuff that you do. Mm-hmm. And, the, and, and the more diverse your kind of like your mm-hmm. range of, of interests and the more diverse and interesting that you can be as an actor, the more things that you can have to draw upon. Because, um, as you're saying about the, the research part of it, is, is that you could do loads and loads and loads of research and you might only use 10% of it, but you don't know which 10%. Yeah. yeah. So it's the more armed with knowledge that you can be and the more that you can have to pull upon things because you because you might have gone through that thing about you know the the archers and that you know not the, not the radio show but that you know the archers <laughs> um, and Henry V but they may have had a routine which might have been an interesting thing to do the day before the Battle of Agincourt yeah. during the scene. Yeah. What is it that the archer does to prepare <laughs> and that that then might feed into a physical kind of like action that somebody mm. might be doing sure. and it might be a thing that this person does out of nervousness. It's like you know. Oh well, but you've done that already. You're doing that for the fourth time now. It's like, yeah, but I'm just checking, you know, because I'm mm-hmm. nervous about the fact that we're going in a battle that we can't win. Mm-hmm. You know that we you don't know where that idea is going to come from. That might just unlock the scene. Yeah. Um. So the more research that you can do into as many different and travel. Oh my God, travel! I didn't really do it until I was like thirty and I was doing the job, which was the world tour. And it was just like, why hadn't I done this? Yeah. You know, why hadn't I done this before now? And it's just, it's so important. It's that's such good advice. It's brilliant advice, research. But it, it doesn't stop. So we, you know, it doesn't stop once that first day is finished. If you yeah, three weeks in the yeah. rehearsal, you know, how how do you get past into the, the run? Yeah, the, into the, the run. run. Yeah. So keeping that you know going, I mean? keeping the fresh. How do you stay yeah. open to these experiences? I mean, any advice you could give to kind of go right? This is a continual learning, like. Get, getting as much, sucking the marrow out of the job, you know, <laughs> literally sucking the marrow out of it, just getting as much as you can. Um, it, could you give uh, any kind of advice there? Have the script. Yeah. Go back to the script, keep going back to the script all the time and listen. Mm-hmm. Listen to the other actors on stage because sometimes they'll, it's like a tennis match, the rules are always the same, the game's always the same, but the conditions always vary and that, uh, you know, even although you're playing against the same person, it's that no two outcomes, no two rallies will ever be the same. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of the more that you can listen and be aware and be in it, um, the better. And never phone it in. Oh my goodness, um, never phone it in. Eight shows a week. I mean, it's, it's difficult. I mean, it's you know like two show days and stuff like that. And it's a bit sort of like it's a Wednesday matinee, and it's like you know, oh, this is really hard. But uh, it's you know, it's the hardest job, but it's also it's one of the greatest jobs in the world. Mm. I, I mean, actors are just unreal. Machines. What they can do. Yeah. 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 Um, I'd say try to. That's, I mean, that's amazing for us both, like completely. And I always try to remember that. But sometimes implementing it is <laughs> is hard. Um, I think something that I've discovered that helps me is to just remember that I don't know if everybody here is an actor. I mean, there might, there might be people who work in other sort of areas within within um, within the industry. But I always have to remember that to find the joy. You know, you've got to love what you do, yeah. and it is a it is a fucking hard job. And I think you've got to try and find <laughs> some joy in it. And if that's on stage, you know, find the joy in playing the pain of something, or find the joy in playing falling in love, whatever it is. Find the joy in the routine of going into work. You know, it's a really wonderful thing to be working, and it is it is it is hard and it is rare. So when you have it, <coughs> I think it's really important just to remember that it's, that it's great. I try to do that. 
That's, I think that's interesting. From I was thinking about the kind of yeah, that sort of repetition. And once you're you know you're on tour, or you're, you're you're doing the same show day in day out, eight shows a week. I used to general manage the Mouse Trap, and oh, I've seen that show more times than I ever ever. ever <laughs> and I would I would go into castings, and I would be jaded, or I'd go on tour to go and visit a company, and I'd just think oh god please let something happen so I don't have to see the show again tonight but then I would see the new cast and they would be filled with joy at doing this show that is you know the longest running show in the West End we were doing the 60th anniversary tour and it would just remind me why I do what I do and I you know have to kind of check myself but I've also encountered it the other way around where I've been working with a West End cast who have been doing the same musical day in day out and that you can just see it in their eyes that they're just so fed up but, you know, we'd get maybe, I don't know, a new team member or a new assistant director who'd come on board or somebody else who'd bring just that little bit of mm-hmm. newness, a little spark. And it's, it's just that thing of, like you said, just find the joy or find the newness or try and remember why you were doing it in the first place. Try and remember that, okay, the mousetrap has been running for 60 years and it's going to carry on for another 60, but you are part of that story. What an amazing <coughs> thing to yeah. be. You know, what, what, what a fantastic thing to be able to bring yourself to something but it's yeah it is difficult when you're doing the same thing and it's it we all have that in every element of our jobs you know there's only so many times I have to look at a mousetrap settlement before I can go oh my god but it's (laughs) it's it's about finding remembering why you're there why why did I love doing this what can I bring that's different what can I bring that's new or that's going to bring joy to the rest of the company as well yeah Yeah. it's amazing you can go ahead so it's a positive place to be because of course you have to be healthy in your body but also yep. very healthy in your mind yeah. to be able to sustain mm. performing mm, on yeah. stage or a, a shooting schedule it's, it's hard work mm-hmm. so that's, that's a really good point. make sure you're the person that everybody looks forward to coming in yeah, yeah. You, know, <laughs> you bring that energy into the room with you you know even you know just leave everything else at the door and just be the be the person that you would want to have in the room yeah, yeah I'm a big believer in <clears throat> having you know leave somebody leave everybody you meet better off for having met you. Right? Like, there's mm. no point that somebody should ever meet you and think, oh, yeah. met that guy. It's not how you want it to be. They should, you should leave them better off. Bruce Guthrie, Sarah Jane Price, Kimberly Thomas-Curry, Amaya Mujica, and Sam Marks Uh, talking there at the Surviving Actors 2019 How to Get the Most Out of Your Job panel. Uh, Now, before we wrap up, if you are a theater professional, head on over to CurtainCallOnline.com and sign up for a free profile page. All you have to do is uh, create an account with an email address and you know make up a cool password off you go uh, you can follow us on all the socials twitter instagram and facebook at curtain call all one word and you can follow me personally at john schwab j-o-h-n-s-c-h-w-a-b we'd love to hear from you if you have any suggestions or feedback for the podcast just get in touch with me via any of the social media platforms i just mentioned or write to me personally at john at curtaincallonline.com It just leaves me to say a huge thank you to Bruce Guthrie, Sarah Jane Price, Kimberly Thomas-Curry, Amaya Mujica, and Sam Marks for joining the panel at Surviving Actors, and and also to everyone at Surviving Actors, especially Leanne Robertson and Felicity Jackson for all their support and making it such a fantastic success. Thanks for listening to today's episode of the Curtain Call Theatre Podcast, and I will see you all a little later this week for part two from Surviving Actors. Bye.
Hey, it's Leslie Odom Jr. here on the Broadway Podcast Network to tell you about the RISE Theatre Directory, a program of maestro music. RISE is a national online resource designed to connect and empower backstage and administrative and creative theatre professionals from underrepresented backgrounds. If you work or aspire to work in the theater community, this can help you find your next project. And if you hire theater professionals, search the Rise Theater directory to find your next team. Create your profile now and get more information by visiting risetheater.org. That's theater with an R-E-R-I-S-E-T-H-E-A-T-R-E.org because only together we rise. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, of values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.